Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just chilling. How are you? Uh, she's back to just chilling. I thought after the last episode, I might have kicked that habit for you. But well, I'm at my parents' house, and I can just chill here right now. I was going to say, speaking of your parents, hold that thought. That's a good segue. Today's episode is all about FAFSA. What is FAFSA? Why do we got to fill it out? When to fill it out? All that good stuff. So we're going to get... Too bad my dad's not here to talk about it. <laughs> That's where I was going. But now that you're sitting back at your parents' house, taking a little break, right? I didn't notice old telephone tell your parents they could probably upgrade the phone now these days they yeah got... we don't even have a landline so i don't even know why that's there <laughs> awesome well today is all about fafsa uh it's a big topic it is really super important you can see i moved outside it's a beautiful day here on campus i figured why not get outside a little bit get out of the office i'm in the uh, courtyard um here in between wicks and brown hall so uh, get a chance to to talk to you and uh, record this podcast. So I'm excited today. I think it's going to be good. You know? mm -hmm. Oh, uh, dog! Alert, dog! Alert. <laughs> good. That's not happening around here. So we're going to talk about FAFSA today. Where do you want to start? Because well, I think you bring the the goods. Since I have struggled with FAFSA in the past, I want to know what exactly is FAFSA? Why do we have to do it? All right. What is FAFSA? So people always ask. It's this weird, you know, all colleges and financial aid people, high school guidance counselors, we always talk about this weird FAFSA, FAFSA, FAFSA. It stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid. It is a government form, a federal government form, where Students can go in and take their family's personal financial information. They have to submit it through this online government form. And what the form does is it tries to calculate through the federal government. Don't blame me. Okay. It's not my fault. The federal government then turns around and tries to figure out exactly how much money does your family, how much should they spend in education for the year? So the FAFSA form, the reason you got to get your parents involved is it's not just you, right? You got to get any any members of, of your family have to be recorded in this FAFSA form. I'm going to use myself as an example. When I had to fill out my FAFSA going through SVSU, my mother actually was going back to school, right? And while she was finishing her master's degree, I was starting my bachelor's degree. Both of us were in college, so we both counted on our FAFSA form. Uh, but each of us had to fill it out separately. So every family member has to fill it out. But it's the form that you fill out in order for the schools to receive the information about what the government, not us, says that you can afford to pay for school. We then use that. We take that number. That number is called an EFC, the expected family contribution. The EFC then, uh, we use that in order to figure out what types of financial aid. Can we throw extra money your way? Right. Um, the government has some money that can be be uh, earned using that EFC, but then each individual school has that. So that's the big the, the, the what is FAFSA? You know, students ask all the time. Um, you know, a lot of people get kind of nervous because it does involve family finance. Right. You're smiling. Yeah, I hate asking my dad those kind of questions. Here's the thing, though. You can't get any of your financial aid until those questions are answered. I know. So I yes, learned the hard way this year. 
<laughs> yes, yes, it might be it might be difficult to ask those questions or go through, but it is the absolute starting point to get you any type of financial aid in college. That's why it's so important, and that's why we hit students over the head with it constantly because we know that if you can complete your FAFSA form on time, then we can start really rolling out some of those awards for you. Make sense? Mm-hmm. I think a bug just walked across your lens, your camera lens, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was well, a ghost. I'm, it's the great, it's the <laughs> ghost of students past. <laughs> so when exactly should FAFSA be done? Because I've struggled with it. I did it a little bit late. I still got my money, but I was very late. Yeah. When should someone do it? And okay, here's the have rule success of thumb. With it? Here's the rule of thumb. You always, 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 as a college student, it, it's just like you do your taxes in April, right? Taxes are due April 15th. You mm -hmm. should always fill out your FAFSA in the month of October. No later, the worst, I would never want you to wait until after Thanksgiving. So that's the window of filling it out. FAFSA uses the tax information from the previous year, the prior year. So you have everything that you need already, right? So because it uses all the information from the previous year, you can go in uh, as soon as October rolls around. You know, we're recording this here in mid-October, right? Now is the time. Yeah, the time. <laughs> talking to our audience, talking to you. I want you to get in and fill out your FAFSA as soon as possible. It's open. If you're going to be attending college next year anywhere, you should be working on your FAFSA right now. Today is the best day to do it. And again, a theme of our podcast, this whole series of how-tos, the whole theme has been college is the opposite of kindergarten. You want to cut? You cut want line. to be first in line. It is going to help. Think about it. If you fill out FAFSA and something is available to you, want to make sure that the money is still there, right? Maybe maybe you qualify for a, uh, a need-based aid somewhere, right? Maybe in your major, whatever it might be, you qualify for it. It doesn't necessarily mean that that money is going to be there waiting for you. You got to get in, you got to apply, you got to be on time. Um, and then I want to have every door, right? So that's, that's the best thing. So when should it be done? I'm going to lecture you just like I'm your father right now. Sorry, but I want you to get on it. Now, October is the time to do it. Oh, I better get on that. Yeah. Okay. So, and also like this past year has been kind of crazy. What should people expect or like what should they do if their financial situation has changed a little bit? That is the most common question that I'm getting right now from the students that I'm working with. With the pandemic hitting, you know, a lot of people are in a different financial situation uh, than they were in the previous year. Now, FAFSA uses the previous year's information, right? This FAFSA is going to use 2019 tax information. Well, 2020 is totally different, right? We've had plenty of memes out there on the internet about what 2020 looks like. I can't say I'm here on the podcast. This is my, my best advice. I still need you to go in and fill out the FAFSA using the 2019, right? Once it's complete, once you fill out the FAFSA, then you need to come and work with us, work with the financial aid staff at well, hopefully SVSU, right? If these students are out here listening, are going to go to SVSU, but wherever they may go, you need to work with that financial aid staff because we all have forms that are available. They're extenuating circumstance forms. We have things that we have available to help adjust 
your EFC FAFSA, but you have to get that help after you fill out FAFSA. That's why it's really important. Even if, you know, you, you, let's look at the worst case scenario. Let's say your family is going through really fine, really hard financial struggles. People have lost their jobs. There's a huge loss of income. You still have to fill out that FAFSA to get the baseline. And then we can then start filling in the forms and the things with the school to get that FAFSA adjusted for the situation you're in. There's help for it. In fact, there's more help now because of the pandemic, because of some of the programs that are out there. So it's really important to get the FAFSA filled out as soon as possible. So then you can start working with the schools and adjust your EFC using these extenuating circumstances. That's going to be really important for students because there are a lot of you that are going through really tough financial situations. And I'm talking to students now who are saying, well, I don't think I can go to college. You know, mom lost her job, dad lost her job. And, and, and that's a tough conversation. I'm going to promise you, and I promise you and, and all of those students, there are ways and means out there that we have to help you afford to go to school. In the toughest situation, and I've dealt with some pretty dudes, some pretty big ones, all right? Even in the toughest situation, you got to ask for the help. But we have to, step number one, have to have FAFSA completed. That's why it's so important for me. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So then, like, what's next after that? Once, like, Good you question. get the FAFSA done, you talk to the people, what's next? You get FAFSA done. Everything's out there. You've already applied two episodes ago, right? How-tos. We've already applied. We've been admitted. Yay. Exciting. With the letters up on the fridge. It's my favorite thing, right? Um, we've applied. We've been accepted. Now, your FAFSA's complete. Come in December, and our next episode is going to be all about this. Come in December, you're going to start to get your award letter. This award letter is really important because this award letter is going to go line by line, all of the different financial aid that's available to you, right? And then now we can pick and choose what you want to use to pay for school. So good question. You're totally previewing our next episode. Our next episode is going to all be about the award letter and how to read it. What's it mean, right? And what are these different types of financial aid? Um, but yes, that, that's the next big step is once you're admitted and you have your FAFSA completed, then you can get the award letter. I want to take one step back, and here's an important reminder. Put graphics in here. Important reminder. Important reminder. Important. One, impo and one important reminder in here is that on your application and your FAFSA, it's really important that you have on, on both of those your social security number. That's how we match EFCs for you. Okay, so you have to have your social security number on your application. Um, and it's it's required to complete your FAFSA. It's okay. It's completely safe. SVSU takes cybersecurity extremely, uh, extremely seriously. And we put a lot of safety precautions in there to make sure that we're uh, using that information in the correct way possible, that nobody else has access to that information. But you have to have it on there in order for us to get you the financial aid. Sound pretty good? That sounds good. See, we dove, okay, we dove right in. What's that? We did dive right into that. I was just about to bring up the irreverent question of the day. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got the, so you're going to ask me another irreverent question of the day? I am going to ask oh. you an irreverent question of the day. Well, oh, see, to me, it's so, not irreverent. <laughs> so to you, it's not irreverent. Okay. Um, I was ready to totally Carol asking you about your cat again, but that's okay. We'll we'll save that for a later episode. Okay, so okay. let me get ready. Let me get my thinking hat on. A reverent question of the day. Hopefully, it's uh, you know 
not too crazy, but all right, hit me. Okay, my reverent question of the day is, would you be so kind as to write my letter of recommendation for law school? Oh, I like this. That is if fun. no, I get it, I get it. It's fine. So you put me the pressure right here in front of everybody. You're going to ask me your letter of recommendation. Uh, Amanda, I would, I would be very honored to. Absolutely. I would love to. But let's talk about it, okay? <laughs> Come on, you know I would do that for you. Um, let, let's talk about it. Here's in, in this, uh, you know me, dad, dad jokes, dad advice, here comes some dad advice. Um, when you're, when you need a letter of recommendation for something like law school, which you're asking for, right. Um, or a job, whatever it might be. I love that you're, you're doing this in person. Maybe not put me on the spot in front of all of our fans, but still that's okay. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, I absolutely would love to. So ask in person, number one. So you did that. Great. Thank you. Number two, and this is really important. People like me who work with a lot of students, we do get asked pretty often to write letters of recommendation. I want to make sure I do a good job for you. In order to do a good job for you, I need you to do something for me. And that is I need you to write me an email, uh, basically outlining a lot. I know you very well, and I know our relationship together and all we've done with this and other things in the admissions office. But I want a letter about all of the things you're doing in college. Give me some of the things, the classes you really excelled in, some of those things, because I want to make sure that I write a very personal uh, letter that highlights that's not just one of those form letters that I could put anybody's name at the top. So advice out there for those of you that are watching. Advice, if you're, if you're serious and you really want to ask for a good letter of recommendation from somebody, do two things. Number one, ask them personally. Don't just send them an email because it's an easy email to forget, right? Um, and then number two, once they say yes, uh, offer and send, tell them I would love to send you my resume as well as maybe a little story about things that I've accomplished along the way so that when I write it or whoever writes that letter for you, they get a really good sense and, and can write a very personal uh, but prolific uh, type of, of uh, recommendation letter. As someone who reads a lot of recommendation letters, I can tell when it's a form, <laughs> enter name here. Sometimes I've even, I can tell you stories about, you know, it, it was a, a woman and it said he and those sorts of things because they obviously just plugged in a name and didn't fill out the rest of it, right? Oh, God. It happens all the time. I want to make sure we write a really good one for you. Okay. So send me that email. Awesome. Promise. I will. That's not it might take me like a week or so, but I'll get there. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, that's another good thing. Make sure you give me a deadline because I need deadlines or it's not going to happen. I got too many. I got kids. I got all sorts of things happening. You got to give me a deadline because I need to make sure I get it to be on time. For sure. So I will. You're, I'm starting to notice like we're going to have to rename the irreverent question of the day. Your irreverent questions are like, thoughtful and meaningful and like reverence. advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah we joke about that my questions are like you know what's it like being carol baskin and what are you doing on it's kind of funny actually I, I appreciate i appreciate that about you maybe i'll even add that in our uh, in our now i won't add that um, so that's okay yes. awesome well, thank you for, for joining me today. Those of you that are out there that are watching us, hopefully this was helpful to give you some concepts about FAFSA, why it's so important to do it right away. Uh, and you even got some bonus advice at the end about how to ask for a reference letter. Good job, Amanda. You're, you're, you're killing it. So, thank all you. right.
Well, tell your tell your folks. I, I know you're back at home. Tell them I said hi. Uh, keep that dog on a leash. And uh, uh, she's got a shot collar. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> well, make sure you wash your hands, okay? I will. All right. Take care. We'll see you soon. Yep. See ya.